0: Chapter 17 of History of the Norwegian People, Volume 1 by Knut Gershut. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 17 Causes of the Viking Expedition. The Viking expeditions may have been due to a number of causes. In the Scandinavian countries, with their limited area of tillable soil and their extensive sea coast, a seafaring life was necessitated from the start, which produced a hardy and energetic race and fostered the spirit of daring and adventure which expresses itself in the whole movement. The size of the Viking armies indicates clearly that the population in the north was increasing at a very rapid rate during this period, owing no doubt to polygamy, which in one form or another was extensively practiced. The number of those who found it necessary to follow war as a permanent occupation was growing. According to the old laws, frosta and Gula-Thingslov, all sons shared equally in the inheritance, But as both political power and social standing depended on wealth, and especially on the ownership of land, the aristocracy would not sell their estates, nor would they destroy them by dividing them into small parcels. The young men were partly encouraged, partly driven by necessity, to seek their fortune on expeditions to foreign countries. Led by love of adventure, and encouraged by the prospects of wealth and fame, they flocked to the standards of the Viking chieftains in such numbers that the movement soon became a migration and extensive campaigns were waged for conquest and colonization. The women and children usually accompanied the men, and were left in fortified camps while the army advanced to attack. It often happened that the women dressed in warrior's garb, and joined their husbands and brothers in the battle. As they were forced to share the perils and hardships with the men, they became inured to danger, and showed an alertness and bravery equal to that of the best warriors. Sometimes women would even become leaders of armies, like the Red Maiden, a Norwegian Amazon who led an army in Ireland in the 10th century. It is an error often repeated that the Vikings came to foreign lands as band of adventurers, married the women there, and soon forgot their own customs and language. As a rule, they brought their families with them, and settlers, both men and women, came to the new colony as soon as it was safely established. The social organization of the home country was reproduced in the colonies, and there is ample evidence to show that the Vikings clung to their own customs and national identity with a tenacity not unworthy of so proud a race. End of chapter 17.